I'm Renato. I'm Jared. And you're listening to this podcast. Welcome back to Listen to This Podcast. Air horns. Uh, yeah, air horn. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we're, we're happy to be speaking into your ear holes. Oh, did he say we? There's more than one person here? Of course, you silly little bitch. Uh, it's me, Jared, and with me is Renato. I don't have any fun facts about it today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm running on no, no sleep, and I didn't bother to think of any. Uh, how you doing, Renato? I'm doing super well, man. Honestly, probably the best introduction you've given me, because uh, <laughs> it was just straight up, Renato. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, dude. You know, We're happy he's here. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I, I think we've ran out of accolades for me. I am already... I've done everything, and I've done enough, so... It, it's only mm-hmm. it's only uh, appropriate for Jared to introduce me that way. But I, I'm doing well, man. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. I am good. I'm a sleepy, busy belly. Um, but I'm I'm having a good time with it. I'm enjoying myself. So it's not bad being busy if you're if you're enjoying most of what you're doing. Uh, slinging pizzas to <laughs> organs most toothless isn't the most exciting. But besides that, I I've been enjoying myself. <laughs> that I just, honestly, I feel like your life is just a potential TV show down the line. Jared. You're going to be doing a bunch of shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a chaotic ass TV show. Yeah, it'll, um, it'll just be the bear, but with Jared, <laughs> the cub. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not here to to review my fake TV show about my life. No, no, no. Uh, we're here to review uh, some some English rock, some English synth pop rock. Um, that I'm very excited for. Uh, it's Everything Everything's 2022 album, Raw Data Feel. Um, but that's not how we start the episodes. Mm. We got shit to do before. We've got we've got ch- boxes to check. <laughs> we've got chores. Uh, and those chores come in the form of quick spins, don't they, Mister Renato? Yeah, they do. We gotta do the uh, we gotta do the chores. We gotta do all that before we can uh, get to dinner. Mm. So. Uh, yeah, just a little bit of housekeeping. Yeah, housekeeping. Here we go. Three of them. Three new ones. Three fun ones. Just kidding. Two fun ones. First up, we got a new single from Delta Sleep, uh, After Image. Definitely more of a um, mathy kind of heavier tone comparatively to some of the other stuff they do. They don't shy away from any kind of heavy uh influences or anything like that but like for their last album uh one that i really 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 loved um it was a lot more twinkly like uh uplifting kind of riffs and melodies this one definitely is more so dirty and grimy uh but it still has a lot of that uh delta sleep fun that i'm attracted to that i love a lot um so yeah go check them out uh highly suspect dropped two new singles uh they're back again yeah dude so like they're doing this thing where they drop two singles at a time so technically they've dropped four already which is insane Mm -hmm. in my opinion because that's basically like half their album 
Um, yeah, that's an EP right there. Yeah. So uh, I like to see where they're going, but pretty good tracks. I think these two tracks, Ice Cold and New California, uh, are more consistent comparatively to the first two that came out. Um, a lot more bluesy influences on like the Ice Cold song, uh, New California, more of your mm. standard radio rock that I think still works relatively well as long as uh, Johnny Stevens doesn't like he always is writing the fine line between singing and like rap talking and i'm always like uh, i i can't have i can't have that uh in my like music but he's i think they're doing well like i i'm curious as to where um the album will end up and last but not least uh another single by teen suicide get high breathe underwater number three um i i'm, I'm not gonna lie to you like i i was recommended teen suicide um on a on a on a subreddit the emo subreddit on reddit obviously but um i had heard of them never given them a shot this is probably some of the weirdest (laughs) emo i've ever heard very (laughs) experimental uh a lot a lot laid on the atmosphere and like the Mm -hmm. like uh almost kind of you can almost call it like ambient emo where there's a lot of shit going on including the raspy screaming vocals and the the jangly guitars um but it feels it has a lot more sinister feelings in it you know obviously like the band called teen suicide and whatever they're obviously going to try to tread more heavier stuff um what i like about it to be honest with you is that a band like teen suicide can come off extremely edgy extremely like annoying and pretentious uh but they don't i think that's the best part about it they come off very genuine uh it's not for everybody but if you kind of like that sound I definitely, definitely recommend you give them at least a shot. Um, but yeah, those are my three quick spins, man. Nice. I'll uh, I'll have to check out their new stuff because they're they're good dudes. Teen Suicide. Oh. I uh, I wrote a script that involved their song "Know the Moon," um, and they were the only people that gave me permission to like make the short film and use their song without paying them. There you um, go, dude. Holy uh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, that's, they're, they even said they're like, one of the reasons we make music is like with movies in mind, mm. like using like our stuff as a soundtrack. So like go for it, um, which was tight. You know, you don't see that a lot from the artists. I haven't listened to a ton of their music, but I've loved what I've heard. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to check that out. A uh, big, big shout out to those boys. Um, I've got three for you. They're all all songs um, and all bops and a half. Um, <laughs> starting off with, it came as a part of an EP, mm. um, but half of the EP was already out. Um, more than half the EP, I think. And so I, I just thought this song stood out in terms of the new ones. Uh, and that's Swamp Bitches by uh, Dochi and Rico Nasty. Um, Dochi is Top Dog's newest signee. Uh, so I've been trying to keep an eye on her. Uh, and she's been doing pretty good. I've, I've liked what she's put out this year. Um, and this song is... Uh, some wild beat changes. Uh, Rico Nasty always brings the the fucking energy and ferocity, um, and so I, I always respect her for that. Um, and the the finished product's good. It's a it's a bop, um, and I and I loved it a lot. Um, another pair that at least I know and love. Uh, they've made a a lot together, and I think they're making a whole album together. 
Um, and that's that's Katrinata and Anderson Pat. Um, they're the boys are Anderson Bat um, <laughs> with Twin Flame. Um, it's a pretty good single. I think they didn't bring the funk as much as previous cuts, um, especially Anderson cuts. Um, but it's still still a fantastic track. Uh, I I had it on repeat uh, along with my other two quick spins all yesterday when I was driving around uh, being a pizza boy. Um, but the the song or the single release of the weekend, um, the one that I was most excited about, and the one that I think is best. Uh, unfortunately, it's not the BTS Snoop Dogg song that came out. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's my girl Carly Rae Jepsen with Beach House. Um, fucking fantastic, dude! It is a bop and a half. Uh, absolutely infectious. She recounts a lot of shitty dates in the verses, uh, and it, most of them are hilarious. The chorus gets hilarious. Um, and it's, it's just a fun song. It's just a really good pop song. Uh, and it's, it's cool to see her, uh, modernize her sound pretty heavily for this, this album cycle. Uh, and I'm super excited for what comes next. She's, she's always killing it. And, and this one's no exception. Highly recommend it. I didn't even know she released. So, uh, yeah. I cannot wait because now you, uh, you got me excited for that damn track. <laughs> Yeah, definitely give it a listen. Is there's a line in it where they say, um, "I have a lake house in Canada, and I want to harvest your organs," <laughs> 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 or something along those lines. And any song with something like that's a good time. <laughs> yeah. I'll always stand for some Carly Rae Jepsen. Man. Fuck yeah. yeah! All right. Well, honestly, that's probably gonna be. I just I wrote them all down because I need I need to. Yeah. I, I'm gonna listen to all of them. Um, yeah, some homework. <laughs> heck yeah! Ready to uh, to jump into everything, everything, uh, everything, everything, all at once. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm down. Um, everything, everything uh, is a band out of England, uh, Manchester, to be specific. Uh, this is their sixth album. Uh, and the first one and only one that I've listened to, um, I haven't bothered expanding into their discography. I probably will, um, but I'm kind of kind of sick of this one now because uh, I've listened to it so many times. Because <laughs> <laughs> I listened to this a lot, and then I picked it. I was like, great, now I have to listen to it a lot again. Um, but I still love it, man. Uh, it's a it's a great mix of. Uh, kind of art pop, uh, synth pop. Uh, there's some prog rock ideas in here. Um, general uh, rock. There's a lot, um, and it, and it comes together in a beautiful way. Uh, apparently, they're usually a lot more political mm-hmm. uh, than this. That's kind of their their bread and butter. Um, but for this route, they they went a weird direction with the lyrics. Um, it, it's kind of uh, a balancing of, of trauma and technology. Uh, we get a lot of technology-based album these days, uh, but to set them apart, they had most of the lyrics be AI-generated, uh, and then the front man tweaked them to make them coherent. <laughs> and I think that's an insane way to, to write an album, but I think it works. I think this album's fantastic. Um, I don't think the lyrics are like the high point for the album for me, 
Um, but I think they hold their own to uh, a lot of fun, nostalgic uh, synth lines, uh, a lot of great bass and drum fills, um, some some great vocals uh, and, and impeccable vibes. Um, but enough about me. What did you think, uh, Mr. New to this album, probably, kind of? Uh, I'm actually with you. I was on the same boat as you. This is my first listen of Everything Everything. Um, I do. I did know, like, I, I knew of Everything Everything, but I always associated mm-hmm. the album that they're most famous for. Like, I always thought of it as, like, a Queen's album, Queen's of the Stone Age, because of the, <laughs> the cover of it, Get to Heaven. Um, mm-hmm. But... I know that one a lot of people consider like their magnum opus like that's like their best thing um but i'm yeah. with you in the same in this like in, in, uh, in the same like aspect as with the band like i didn't know about them uh i didn't know, really know what to expect but damn this album is so damn good like it's so freaking mm-hmm. good uh i did do some research on like you know uh, on album of the year.org and whatnot like they're pretty consistent and everything like that and like i can't help but yeah but to believe it but i even dipped into like the, the that album that i told you about get to heaven um and i can totally see like the political side of them i'm interested now because mm-hmm. i feel like i got the i got like the different version of everything everything so now i feel like i have to go back um <laughs> yeah see what's actually different yeah right so uh it, it's it's been it's been quite the journey with this album it's been nothing but good vibes and good times uh, even though like the themes that are hit on, like Jared mentioned, of trauma, trying to kind of cope mm-hmm. with it in unhealthy ways, cons- like constant consumption and whatnot, um, is very interesting. Um, another thing I'd like to add that I, I, I read about uh, uh, this album is the uh, the uh, the freaking ah one of the the, the frontmen, sorry, the frontmen, uh, Jonathan Higgs, uh, he and uh, Another, uh, oh gosh dang, what's his name? Oh, I have it here. My bad. He, with the assistance from Mark Hanslip, a musician and researcher at the University of New York of York's Contemporary Music uh, Research Center, they developed an AI bot dubbed Kevin, um, <laughs> named after a recurring character in the album, to compose song lyrics uh, generatively. Uh, Higgs, the lead singer, um, fed mm. it four different sources of information. Uh, and I'm going to list those because this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the, the combination is fantastic. It's, 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 uh, it's incredible. It's LinkedIn's Terms and Conditions, the epic poem Beowulf, 400,000 posts from the message board on 4chan, and the sayings <laughs> of Confucius. Um, and I honestly, like, it, I kind of, I understand, like, that only, like, about... They say roughly about five percent of the lyrics made from the AI were used, but mm-hmm. that that's just a cool idea. Um, and they also describe this album as being like their most impulsive, but somehow free flowing album. I can't help but agree. Mm-hmm. I feel like the the album definitely has an impulsivity where it feels the need to jump from a lot of places at once, um, but it never really loses like that that base of like okay it's still familiar like you know we were saying before the uh, the recording that the album has a lot of like the the songs all kind of sound like they do sonically fit together yeah. but i think those influences that you were mentioning like the synth pop power pop um you know indie rock and even i will even say like latin music 
uh, comes to mind mm-hmm. with like Hex, for example. It has like a very, very strange like guitar riff with a, a very Latin bass beat. And I think it works. Um, mm-hmm. I love this album. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I pr- it probably will hit the <laughs> end of the year list because of how much I listen to it. Um, it's insanely catchy. Uh, yeah. I think for me, I agree with Jared. I don't think the lyrics are really meant to be like the at the forefront, but the vocals, man, holy crap, mm-hmm. the freaking vocals, dude. I I, yeah. I don't really know what else to say. The falsetto <laughs> and the lower register working together on different tracks just sweep me off my feet, man. It's so damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. His his falsetto is fantastic, and even like. Like Jennifer is probably the lowest yeah. uh, register, and spoiler, it's probably one of my favorite songs on the Same. album. I'm not gonna say for sure, um, but it's it's so different from the rest of the album, uh, and it comes like kind of at a mid, uh, not really a midpoint. It's it's number five of fourteen, but but close to mm-hmm. it, um, and it's it's fantastic. Yeah, this album is kind of dizzying in its sound because there's so much like beeps and boops from every direction (laughs) for so long um but yet it's like maybe the most listenable album i've heard this year like if i don't know what to listen to i could put this on and i'll be in the mood for it there's there's some sadness to it like with songs like jennifer Mm -hmm. um there's some upbeat uh i even like pizza boys pretty sad but the instrumentals uh upbeat and like chipper um and so you can you could kind of hit like this danceable mood this more introspective mood you can hit anything uh this album is just so so versatile uh in its sound um and i think that comes from uh where it pulls from uh there's a lot of like new order Mm -hmm. influence here um and and that kind of 80s early 90s uh synth pop sound um but also like i i hear a lot of arcade fire yeah uh, in this or or even like i compared it to the tarzan soundtrack <laughs> at one point because it just like it has these like big bombastic like Choruses. almost tribal choruses yeah. um and the arcade fire comparison comes from like uh the just repetition and they'll like kind of meditate on like a groove or or a few lines for a while and, and kind of let it build and ebb and flow in, in the same way that arcade fire likes to um but arcade fire never quite figured out how to do synths right um, True. and and so i think that's a that's a big win for them um yeah it just it just comes together in a way that's so easy to listen to you could throw this on repeat and you won't get sick of it i've probably listened to it like two or three times a day since we picked it like two weeks ago (laughs) it's it's just that that easy of a listen yeah this week has been dominated by by this album for me as as well Mm -hmm. like i think i think the versatility of the of like the simplicity of it i i hear like a a lot of lcd too because of the like Mm -hmm. a lot of the uh obviously you can say well it's just like electronic synth and stuff like no i feel like a lot of the stuff is repetitive it's just that it's so it's layered so like like so exactly where it feels like there's a lot going on and i think that's what i really like about this kind of like this this kind of synth pop uh power pop sort of sound because 
Uh, and also, I don't know, uh, this is probably like something everyone's already noticed, but we find ourselves like reviewing these synth pop albums or like electronica pop albums where it's like mm-hmm. a lot of the themes are incredibly heavy or dark, but the music never reflects that. It's always like, yeah, we're fucking like the world's ending, but like I'm so happy that we can like dance around and do all this stuff. And I think I love, I, I think I'm, I'm attracted to that sort of like feeling where you listen to a song yeah. like how Jared was mentioning Pizza Boy. On first listen, if you passively listen to it in your car, you're not going to really get feelings mm-hmm. of sadness. Of, of no, you you're know. just like I want a coke, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> give me your Pepsi. <laughs> like jennifer right because like that because that refrain is so good the because she got no way like it's such a fucking banger dude like how could you possibly think like this album has like a lot of reflection sad reflection all that (laughs) stuff but i think i still works for me it works for me uh because of that uh it's like a party Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a party uh album for for sad millennials like us in a way like i, I feel like a lot of this music that comes <laughs> yeah. out is just reflecting a a, a desire to want to still have fun and live life but still feel relatable with all this like everything's kind of shit right now and and honestly this mm-hmm. album reflects it great because of because of how relatable it is man like we are dealing it this way like I, i've always kind of um like for example just to go a little bit on a tangent like on a personal tangent like i don't yeah. I don't, for example, I don't use TikTok at all, and I'm not saying, and I don't usually say it to be like, oh, on TikTok, like, that's too higher form of whatever, right? Or that's lower form yeah. of whatever, fuck. I don't have it either, but you can't avoid seeing Yeah, them. you can't. <laughs> like, and, they're just everywhere. And I find myself, like, I, I try to be conscious with it, dude. Sometimes I'm like, all right, I've probably been on my phone too long. I'm probably, mm. like, watching too much stuff. Um, but it's so hard like it's so hard because it's all that we have like it's uh i didn't even realize like oh when somebody says oh have you ever like been like having a rough day or something and instead of like trying to like talk about it all you do is put on like a fucking tv show that you like and you just sit there for hours every time (laughs) like (laughs) it's stuff like that and i think that that's the reason why it's so great uh even for songs like um on this album that although i although i think it's like a really like great album this song uh spoiler is kind of like a weird one for me but like bad friday right bad friday Mm -hmm. is one where that i feel like that duality is accentuated well yes uh, because even the lead singer right higgs he was like yes this this song is totally like a party anthem you could just dance to it if you want like that's totally fine but in reality what i'm trying to say is it's about a guy going out on a friday night going so hard in the club that he gets beat up to the point of unconsciousness and he wakes up wondering what the fuck just happened and it's like, what in the <laughs> shit is going on? Um, but I, I think that's the charm. Like, I love that. I love mm-hmm. how absurd this is. I love how uh, wacky. And I think like the whole AI aspect of it kind of helped too, weirdly enough, because it takes yeah. a little bit of some surreal liberties, in my opinion. And I think that that music kind of, the music, especially instrumentally, reflects that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think Bad Friday is a good example of that. Because uh, he literally sings, I'm wondering how did I get this blood all over me <laughs> to the melody of Die Young by Kesha. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> See, that's hilarious, man. 
Yeah, that's just that's just a good time. Uh, but I think it like kind of epitomizes that that party but dark shit happening. Um, and I think the only song that's that's at least jumping out to me that avoids doing that is probably Leviathan, oh, um, which deals a lot with death, and it's a real slow burn song. There's a huge instrumental breakdown toward the end that builds to the the chorus once again. That's gorgeous um but it's the only one that kind of the sound fits the lyrical content apart from like the technology yeah. uh motifs and, and themes and ideas throughout the album um and so that one kind of sticks out to me as an outlier as well um and a good one <laughs> that's not to say that it's bad because i love that song yeah. um but it is it is one of the more different ones and he sings in the lower tone as well um it's probably the second lowest register uh compared to jennifer um but, but i'm a big fan of that boy as well yeah no i you know and i think that they're also incredibly well at writing hooks because a lot of the i think like mm-hmm. for me um besides like hex hex has one of the coolest guitar moments for me that that's such a great mm-hmm. guitar lick in the middle of the i think the chorus if i remember um yeah. but writing like the hooks again so like for jennifer because jennifer i feel like was is definitely one of their catchier ones but when she's he's like jennifer is on her way home <laughs> then she remembers her life is like a nightmare like i fucking love like it's such a he delivers it in such a way where I feel like we're looking like it's like it's like a, it opens up like a rom com almost like a ah and then all of a sudden it's like yeah her <laughs> yeah. life is shit like everything's crap um and, and uh-huh. it's it, I feel like that's such a like great way to to open it up or even uh what what song what, what's the other song I think it's called um I think my computer no 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 it starts off with PlayStation One like he talks <laughs> he talks about like the PlayStation mm. at the very beginning. I think that's is that the last one? No, second to last. It comes toward the end. Oh yeah, it is born um, under a meteor. I think it's born under yeah, yeah, born under a meteor. That one is an entire like nostalgia trip, and it I love that it kind yeah. of immediately starts off with PlayStation One. Like I I love I, what I'm trying to say. I guess is like they understand that catchiness is great, but they also really integrate some weird lyricism uh that you mm-hmm. wouldn't and uh, that you wouldn't really necessarily like would think would fit and because of their delivery like higgs delivery it's kind of humorous as well like, again like cause yeah. the whole jennifer thing yeah it's like she, she's talking about like you know going home from work and crying in like her fucking kitchen and stuff and it's all this <laughs> sad shit but he's just singing in such a joyous like jennifer is on her way home like it's <laughs> I'm a sucker for that. I'm a, I'm a sucker for it. Uh-huh. I absolutely love like the, the 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 production as well. It's very mm-hmm. clean and crisp. Um, the vocals also remind me a little of Sam Smith, <laughs> like a lot mm-hmm. of especially the falsetto. Um, and just to yeah. kind of you said you covered like some influences as well. I would probably just like like to mention uh, Block Party. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure they mm-hmm. somehow came around this around sort of the same time. Um, and then also I would like to throw in, uh, a little bit of, uh, and they're more contemporary, so I guess they're inspired by them, but I hear a lot of like nothing but thieves as well. Mm. Um, but overall I, I agree yeah. with Jared. I think a lot of the, uh, new order, uh, is, is very reflective 
Um, on songs like, uh, for example, Leviathan, that one gives me like a very strange mixture of like Nick Cave and mm. National. <laughs> so, yeah. So like I, I, could say I, I've been in. I feel like I really enjoy a lot of this stuff. I, I we mentioned at the very beginning that like before we recorded, Jared was like, Jared and I we were talking about how the songs kind of sound similar. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that there's so much going on at the same time that yeah, you can find a through line, but you can you you see a bunch of of other shit as well. You're you're not uh, missing the trees for the forest or however that fucking <laughs> that, however that saying goes. <laughs> whatever the <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, and even like within that that kind of samey sound, um, there's there's a lot of differences. Like you mentioned. Um, meteor or born under meteor is uh it sounds like extra nostalgic um it sounds nostalgic and the lyrics are pretty nostalgic because that one's like super 60s influence like they go even Mm -hmm. further back uh from the 80s sound like kind of pocket that they sit in for most of the album and so they they change it up quite a bit um but you're you're not gonna hear a song on this album and be like which which everything everything album was this one on? Oh. <laughs> or like what yeah. you you're gonna kind of know because it's it's all it's all kind of neatly tucked in itself. Um, we we mentioned the lyrics uh, not being a huge uh, factor in our in our love for this album, but were there any that stood out to you? Uh yes, right off the bat, I have it I have it ready and lined up. Uh, mm-hmm. Just straight off the bat, again, I know you guys are tired of hearing this name but jennifer great uh the chorus in particular um well i'll say the refrain too uh because she got no way to get out uh because the pain in the end is all in your memory try it again try it another way um because the pain isn't uh because the pain in the end is all in your memory try again try it another way uh as simple as it is i think like the whole like this also feels very much like a springsteen album in a way to me uh, mm-hmm. This wanting desire to go chase something else, run away, uh, and obviously, the the boss was running away from blue collar, you know, uh, <laughs> shit. Right, the 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 injustices of life. But I feel like in this one, it's running away from the lack of connection that we might feel. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, obviously, like the me reading it does no justice to like the emotion that is yeah reflected here because of the vocal performance uh it's a bang and they repeat it yeah they repeat it a lot too which is it's a very arcade fire type moment that i was talking about earlier um i love that chorus i I made a note of that one too um yeah it's a it's a great pick yeah i i i really 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 love it um also the opening verse of leviathan is a favorite a particular favorite of mine Mm -hmm. i think leviathan is strong lyrically one of the few songs lyrically that is uh exceptional um cool night and it moves so slowly slithering and slithering and slithering among us i could be alone but i want to be together if it's okay with you great dark swallowing off and looming in the distance never coming near i'm missing you i'm missing you i'm missing you for real under leviathan like you could just take that verse stick it on a freaking like book in a book and i'm like yeah top tier poetry bro this is great i i love it uh i I think like calling it that way the like going back to to like even biblical things leviathan Mm -hmm. um 
it's it, it evokes a very like cosmic feeling and death is very existential very cosmic in that sense um and it's fitting mm-hmm. uh and, and i really love that first verse i think it sets the tone it gives me chills every single time i hear leviathan um so yeah. honestly those those two in particular are two of my favorites like the ones that stuck out to me leviathan more so than anything but spoiler alert i love leviathan <laughs> <laughs> yeah I uh I also really I had both of both Leviathan and Jennifer pinned, um, but I also uh, I really like the opening track Teletype. Um, lyrically, it kind of talks about like technology and uh, people in general, just like not being able to communicate very well. Mm. Um, and the chorus not only is like one of the catchiest, funkiest on the album. <laughs> Um, but the lyrics also kind of hit home. Uh, he says, don't talk a lot. You don't talk a lot, but I like it because I can't tell you everything that went on. Uh, even reading that, it's hard to tell. <laughs> it's hard not to go like, can't tell you everything. Can't tell you everything. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know. I like it because it's so simple, um, but but says a lot uh, with, the, with the few words it uses. Um, and then I also really liked the outro to Pizza Boy, uh, where they say, is it fun on your own? Just you and your mobile phone. Are you coming to life? Do you want me to look inside? Um, and I, I think that one hit pretty hard, too. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful choices. I think, I think yeah, I, I don't think like you'll like the, any intention will be lost on people. Um, you don't need to be mm-hmm. like profound to have a great chorus. I think, I think they really yeah. do nail the, the pop a- aesthetic where it's like all right just kind of get your point across because i mean don't get me wrong i, I would i i love me some dense as fuck lyricism uh in-, in case you guys didn't know go ahead and check out all our rap <laughs> our rap album reviews yeah like especially <laughs> For especially real. our early ones when we mm-hmm. dove into every our track by track <laughs> maniac type formatting yeah so i mean i i i think we consider ourselves very like keen on reading some lyrics and 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 having them add to the music um but i i don't feel like the lyrics either dampen it or make it worse i feel like they they're right where they need to be um to to get across Mm -hmm. the emotion that is that is being felt because at the end of the day lyrics i feel have to also work with the genre and for the most part this band although they like to be political um and and, you know they want to talk about things that are topical i still feel like they really don't forget that this is still supposed to be fun and danceable and mm-hmm. i think that's what yeah. makes it so great that they're able to to, to uh, wear two different um like masks and make it work um so mm-hmm. I, th- I i personally feel um that this is one of the 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 best albums of 2022 i think i'll just say it like straight up like right there i think this is mm-hmm. an incredibly consistent um relatable uh fun uh, and, and incredibly endearing like even if it is something new i'm glad that this is our first <laughs> album of everything everything because now i feel like yeah when i go back and listen to them talk about politics i'm gonna be like dang i kind of wish they would just talk about ai technology still <laughs> uh, yeah 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 i i'm in absolute agreement um and and big shout out to 
Pitchfork for giving it a 4.6 out of 10. Good um, God, <laughs> Pitchfork, what in the fuck? That's just, that's just kind of their shtick now, though. <laughs> I can't wait to see that fucking like, Redux review 10 years from now when they're like, actually, yeah. guys, we were wrong. This is a solid 9. <laughs> God damn it, Pitchfork. Yeah, God. What a never, never hit, always miss. <laughs> Seriously, man. And their name is so fitting, man. Pitchfork, mm-hmm. huh? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Alright, whatever. Oh, yeah. Anyway, should we get Ryan out here? <laughs> yeah, let's get Ryan out here. Ryan, I feel like being nice to you this time, man. So, I mean, what am I talking about? I'm always nice to you. I'm, I'm, yeah, you're kind of the much nicer one. Yeah, I am going to be nice to you this time, Ryan. I'm always nice to you. But anyway... Play that song. Jared has a question. Jared has a question. Yeah. Interlude. Interlude. <laughs> no. Alright. Wow, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Big help. Yeah, we got some interlude time. Uh, I I was trying really hard to find a way to somehow get it mixed up with the album, but uh, soon enough I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I was listening to uh, some uh, <laughs> some uh, Mastodon, and I was like, all right, fuck it, drums. Uh, I'm we're doing drums. <laughs> uh, so today for today's very special mm-hmm. episode, uh, we're gonna do all things drummers. Uh, I'm asking Jared, what are your particular favorite drumming drumming performances and some of your favorite songs i will i would love to tell you um this one was tough because i my head immediately goes to like a lot of classics that i that i hear so i i had to try to break out of that even though i didn't do so hot um but uh i'll start things off with uh an album that we reviewed a little while ago it's the opening track um that is the view from the afternoon uh by the arctic monkeys um this the drum performance on this is absolutely insanity um i i recommend watching the music video because it's just on a dude drumming in the snow uh along to this song and it kind of showcases how crazy it is uh and for a band that's not like known for their technical prowess um i think matt helder's uh is a cut above on this one i think it's his best performance and it's easily one of my favorite drum performances um next i have uh from a band that we both love uh yet we've never done a review on uh and that's idols uh with never fight a man with a perm uh (laughs) drummer john beavis uh kind of carries the atmosphere on here the whole song has like a warlike, like getting pumped for mm. for a fist fight attitude, and the deep like tom tom work on this uh, is fantastic. Uh, it just kind of brings out an animal in me, uh, and I love it a lot. Um, as far as some big classics go, uh, I I couldn't not mention when the levee breaks, ah, uh, okay. even though I don't know it's it's the most cliche option, but. Uh, I gotta put Bonham in here. Um, and then I also had uh, One by Metallica. Uh, mm. I think I think Lars doesn't get much credit. Uh, and, I, and I think that this is one where he really shines. 
Um, and then the last two I've got are 21st Century Schizoid Man. Um, and this this has some of the most insane polyrhythms that I've heard. Uh, and I and I love it. There's performances with like five drummers like all playing this and they're all doing completely different stuff and it all comes together perfectly. Um, King Crimson uh, absolutely uh, knocked it out of the park and that's that's not a hot take because it's, it's a very popular take. Um, and then lastly, um, I did Schism by Tool mm. uh, drummer Danny Carey on that one. Um, it's just that song is so weird and the bass line is so weird. Uh, but the rhythm section comes together super nicely because of the drums. Uh, I don't think the bass line would be as iconic without the drums playing off of it so well. Um, and I think he, he just deserves more shine for that one. All right. Well, there you go. We, we, we're all uh, 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 Tool fans here, so we're all going to give him some love. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll kick it off with Mastodon, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> uh, my pick is uh, Bron Daler, uh, his performance on the opening track of Leviathan, uh, Blood and Thunder. Uh, I think Into that... Leviathan. <laughs> both great um, but i think like what makes this like performance i think really great is the fact that braun kind of goes against our uh what what is like i guess the traditional sense of like what you would think a drummer would do uh you know but this is just one of those iconic songs iconic drum uh performances uh has one of the most epic riffs like for a metal song ever um but i think braun is the one that kind of ties it all together the chaotic controlled uh, or the cha uh, controlled chaotic uh the drumming he has uh in the entire song is just so riveting uh, i feel like i listen to it every like time I, I every time i listen to it i feel like i cannot like just put all my effort in listening to the drumming because it's so damn good uh it's crazy uh i remember him doing an interview where he said that like it's getting kind of harder for him to play like that from Blood and Thunder. And then like the, it fucking cuts to him playing Blood and Thunder live again and he's killing it. And I'm like, <laughs> this is fucking insane. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm sorry, Brown. I'm just going to have to call bullshit on that. So uh, him there uh, to get off some classics uh, as well. Uh, Alex Van Halen from uh, Van Halen, obviously for hot for teacher uh, for the longest mm -hmm. damn time. I thought they just sampled like a fucking motorcycle being revved or whatever at the very beginning <laughs> and i was like shit this is so dope alex mm -hmm. does it all <laughs> he's actually doing it all with the double bass and everything like that um yeah, i i don't really like i'm not gonna lie to you that song kind of is hit or miss for me but that opening like yeah. drum part is what i what i listen to most of the time mm -hmm. um the first that, that song is that song's hilarious to me because <clears throat> uh, he's like 35 I know. <laughs> and he's thinking about like a high school teacher <laughs> it's just such a weird concept in my head i'm like you're not you don't have a teacher <laughs> this is like a pta meeting you have a crush on or something <laughs> <laughs> i love it david lee roth got sent back to, to school like billy madison yeah he, he did, did. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Not a not like a particularly great song from in my like rock whatever, but it's kind of cheesy for me. But Alex Van Halen kills mm. it with it, and the, and the entire song, but the beginning in particular is impressive. Um, I cannot go, uh, you know, one episode, I think well, I'm pretty sure like the past two episodes, I haven't mentioned them, but it's been far too long <laughs> since I haven't spoken about, uh, uh, these boys, but, uh, uh, you know, I got to get some Steely Dan in, uh, and with their, uh, drummer for, for specifically this album and this song, you know, the self-titled Asia, Steve Gadd, my goodness. He freaking mm-hmm. kills it when he gets that like when he gets to do his solo uh, along with yeah. saxophone on that track. Ah, oh, my goodness, so damn good, so iconic. Makes me almost like Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, man. You just gotta get into more elevators. You'll you'll warm up soon enough. <laughs> um, uh, and then I oh uh, I have to go and mention another classic, uh, Rosanna. Uh, Jeff Porcaro from mm-hmm. Toto, uh, another one of those good ones. I, I didn't really have an appreciation for it until I listened to or watched Rick Beato's breakdown of the song, uh, like what makes mm-hmm. this, uh, what makes the song so great or whatever. Um, and he broke down the entire drum section in the video, and it just gave me a really huge appreciation for like how good uh, Jeff Porcaro is on the track, how difficult it is to kind of like be the one keeping time where you have a bunch of shit going on at the same time uh and it blows me away man it blows me away jeff porcaro in this track kind of reminds me of uh john bonham and like black dog where bonham's playing four four and everyone's playing some other signature mm-hmm. and he holds it down yeah so uh shout out to him uh for more modern stuff man i gotta shout out uh block party with uh, uh matong banquet uh that freaking drum like drum track that he like that he did the, I, I i cannot explain to you how cool it is like i've seen uh plenty of live performances on youtube and people cover it uh just like the 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 technical work that goes into playing such a fast punky indie rock song uh, is insane and he kills it and he's still killing it he's no longer with block party but over there with algiers uh another great underrated band um next up uh sam fogarino from interpol with their song tidal wave uh, I know that one could argue that it's not his best performance, but it's the one that I love the most because he carries that song pretty much. He's the one carrying it with his, mm-hmm. uh, with his, uh, how Jared mentioned the polyrhythmic kind of drumming that he has going on, um, and it's great. I think he really kills it. Um, and last but not least, one in my opinion, probably one of the most underrated drummers. He doesn't drum full time anymore because he's the least lead singer, um, but for what he comes up with. It's fucking insane. And that's Sebastian Granger of uh, of Death From Above, 1979. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to choose their song, Caught Up. That fucking drum performance he has on that song, dude, is quite honestly insane. Like, uh, just thinking about him singing it live uh, while him being on the drums, I don't know if he would do it. But shout out to my boy, man. Shout out to those Canadian boys out there always killing it. Constant rotation with their <laughs> shit, man. I never get tired of DFA, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, fantastic band. Um, yeah, some great picks. That was a that was a fun one. It's always nice to give give shine to the rhythm section for on real. the podcast. For real, for real. But enough mm-hmm. of uh, enough of enough of talking about drummers. We're going back back to the past. Yeah, uh, back to, to everything. 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 <laughs> 
what are your least favorite tracks? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Least favorite tracks. Don't kill least me. Don't kill me, Jared. Favorite tracks. Don't kill I'm me. gonna, regardless of what you say. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Okay. I I am one to believe uh, that this album is incredibly good. I would even consider it to be one of the. I don't even. I I don't know. I'm not sure if I would say like it's perfect, but it's really close to being there in my opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. Least favorites. I'm gonna have to say I'm sorry. Teletype. Not one that I like. I don't like it as much as Jared does, but definitely, definitely, still a great song. Uh, Bad Friday, probably the one that I just will straight up say eh, I can probably skip it. Um, the rest is kind of up. Shit. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Okay, just just because I I don't have anything else but Shark Week, I guess. But I still really love Shark Week. I think Shark Week has yeah. a really great moment with some like super loud almost air horn like instrumentals and but like it's <laughs> it, i think like that one's just one that i'm also kind of i could i could based on the mood i can skip it but for the most part i love it mm. yeah uh usually we have a lot more crossover um but this is this is one that, that might break some hearts for yeah, you too um my this is weird because i like this album a lot I think it's near perfect as well. It's one of my favorites of the year. Um, but my three favorite or three least favorite songs are actually the last three songs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it just kind of falls off. Not that they're bad, but I, I still listen to them every time. Um, but I think they're just kind of the weaker, uh, more forgettable tracks. Uh, and that's Kevin's Car, Born Under a Meteor, and Software, Great Man, um, which is probably the worst title on the album as well. Um, yeah, I they just kind of, um, kind of fall into the more forgettable category. Uh, they're also three of the longer, I think, yeah, except for Leviathan. They're the three longest tracks. Um, not that that's a mark against them. Um, oh, I guess Jennifer's longer too. Um, not that that's a mark against, but I think after listening to the whole album, um, they need to bring something more new to the table than they do. Uh, and I think they just kind of, kind of fall into that good, but not mind blowing. Fair enough. You know what? Uh, I, I honestly, I'll agree with like software. Great man. I think that one is unnecessarily long. <laughs> That one's yeah. a little on like six minutes in my opinion for that song. I was like, oh, okay, okay, this like, is we get it. <laughs> uh, I'll still listen to them, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll still listen to it. Yeah. Um, what about your favorites, man? Well, I'd love to tell you. Um, number one, I'll I'll even rank this one. It's Jennifer. Uh, <laughs> I, I love this song. <laughs> Uh, I think it's I think it's fantastic. Uh, start to finish, uh, a bop and a half. Um, I'll also do. You know what? I'll do. I'll do Bad Friday. I think Ooh. it's. I think it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I think it's just a, just a real good 
upbeat song i think i've listened to it too many times uh that it got kind of <laughs> sick um but i think that that's a sign that i like it a lot and then uh i'll do leviathan as well i think it it creates the best atmosphere it probably has the best lyrics um and it's it comes together real nicely and it earns its five minute 20 second run time <laughs> yeah no for sure uh i'm also gonna have to say jennifer and leviathan but for my third one i will Jennifer, that one's without a doubt probably like the best track on the album. I think that one's like mm-hmm. the like I'm not saying they didn't they didn't put effort into anything else because they obviously did. It's just that one's the one that yeah. I think is uh it, it, the one that caught fire, um and the mm-hmm. one that I blast every time. Like it's such a great tune. <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird because they also called that song like a break for him being everything everything they're like it's so different from what we usually do you know, and i'm you like know what that means? keep doing it that just that just meant that the dude like the lead singer just did wasn't in his falsetto that much which he still is anyway yeah. like <laughs> which is great but no I, if that's them getting off of everything everything then i guess i want the the opposite of everything, everything. Nothing, yeah i guess nothing. i hate the band <laughs> um but uh yeah leviathan also i guess for the like the 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 opposite of of jennifer i think that uh it's when it when they do get kind of serious and this is probably the serious like the most serious they get uh they still make Mm -hmm. a bop and it's great and i still think that it's really relatable uh and and pleading and endearing um but never loses again what 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 it's all about and i still think that it's insanely moody uh, and vibey but also t- touches on something that is incredibly relatable um yeah and last but not least uh, i'm gonna have to say hex i think hex is such a great tune yeah. i love that song i think that song not only has like a great like franticness to it but also that guitar riff mm, super super fucking awesome and i love kind of like the i don't know if they were inspired by latin american music but that song definitely sounds like it especially with like the chorus melody um yeah. but it's you know i think those three uh you know, are my, are my faves hell yeah yeah i think um i think with the rise of popularity for for latin music i think it would be a okay assumption to yeah. say they at least were a little inspired by it but I don't know. I can't. We can't speak for them. Uh, but it's a great track. Yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, I, I enjoyed the fucking hell out of this album. I don't think uh, get used to it. Good. Get used to it, uh, 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 fellows and lady fellows, because I think this one's gonna be the one that Jared and I will probably revisit and talk about, and probably hit the end of the year list, unless something yeah. incredible comes out <laughs> where they're no longer <laughs> relevant. But. Uh, <laughs> unless like 20 other albums right? are, that are better than, not that i'm not saying that it's at the top but <laughs> but you know it's like yeah. for right now it it feels like it kind of has a locked spot for me uh mm-hmm. as of now and uh and i really enjoyed it i'm glad that jared uh like decided to to choose this album because um not only was i introduced to a new band but i think that it's a band that uh obviously has a lot of you know good qualities and are, are known for being consistent so i i can't help mm-hmm. but just be happy with the overall outcome you know yeah yeah it's it's nice to get excited about a new discovery and ask what this shit's about um thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> glad you liked the album renato and every other listener here 
Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's been fun. I appreciate you joining. Uh, I'm glad you liked the album. This one was a pretty confident pick because it seemed, I don't know, pretty generally palatable. Sure. It's not like I picked like 100 Gex again or, or Rosalie or something <laughs> a little out there. Um, but it's it's always nice to see that it hits uh, when it hits. Um, thanks for listening. Join us next week. Episode 100. Woo, we did it. We have too many episodes, even though it's like probably episode 112 or something. <laughs> but that number says 100. So we're going to do something special uh, that we're about to record in about five minutes. Uh, but you're going to, I don't know, maybe they'll come out the same day. Who knows? Um, but tune in either way. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Sometimes we post. Uh, that's <laughs> at listen to this, the podcast. Uh, send us an email of you screaming uh, to <laughs> listen to this, the podcast at gmail.com. Anything you'd like to say to the beautiful people? Uh, no, we'll just see you later. Bye.